Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters Podcast, the Star Wars Legion podcast talking anything and everything glorious or inglorious about the game. My name is Corey, and with me today is John and Brendan. How's it going, my friends? No insults today. <laughs> Thanks for uh, picking up my slack last week. <laughs> Man, we call him out on insulting us, and he starts being nice to us. I don't like it. I It actually caught me <laughs> off guard. I was already prepared with my comeback, and then when you said uh, something nice... <laughs> Then I was just like, I just blankly stared into the camera. <laughs> I was not ready at all for that. No. no. Gotta keep you on your toes. This is the calm before the storm. You know, like the real insults are coming later. <laughs> You're just going to throw it in there mid-cast in the middle of a sentence. and Just like, you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, you womp rats. <laughs> uh, all right. So today on the podcast... Uh, we got some quick tournament recaps that we went to, uh, Brendan and I, and then we're going to do our glorious versus inglorious segment. We got death troopers this time. Uh, Brendan took glorious and then John took inglorious and I'll be the judge of that. And then we got some uh, general packs excitement talk. Stick around. Should be a good one. Brendan, how about you talk about uh, your recent tournament that you went to? Yeah. So I recently went to a tournament at Huzzah Hobbies outside of D.C. Uh, it's a really great tournament. The terrain there was great. A lot of the same tables we saw from the Nova Open, uh, including a couple new ones. Uh, so really, really good tables to play on. And it was a good turnout, uh, 15 people. A um, uh, little disappointing that there was an uneven number. And there were a good number of people who called out that day. Otherwise, we would have hit 20, which would have been really fun. But oh, well. Um, but uh, I, it was great. I had uh, three good games. Luckily, did not get a buy. Um, and so uh, just talk about my list. And then what I ended up playing for the games. Um, so I played a 10-act Imperial list, uh, 788. Uh, with an Imperial officer with improvised orders and electro-binoculars. Uh, operative Darth Vader with burst of speed, force push, seize the initiative, and into the fray. Din Djarin with up close and personal, comms jammer, Mando's jetpack, and Beskar spear. Two shore troopers with T-21B troopers, two mortars, and three sniper strike teams. The comms um, jammer. I like it. Yep. Uh, it didn't really come into play much, uh, oh, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, except for my last game. My last game, it, it came into more uh, play. But um, so my first game, I was up against a new player. Uh, he said he'd only played about five games beforehand, uh, and he was playing a Rex Padme double bark list with a mix of phase ones and phase twos in there. We ended up playing key positions and long march and I think it was clear conditions. I gave myself going into this tournament one goal, and that was to use Darkness Descends to actually infiltrate Vader in at least two of my three games. So I, I infiltrated Vader in this game. <laughs> so... At the end of turn one, Vader basically gets 
close, but not close enough to the uh, his army. But Vader also got to be the last activation. Uh, and he got close enough to be range two to do a force throw at some people. Uh, but that was about it. Start of turn two, I actually play Implacable. And I, I burst of speed Vader in. Uh, and Vader immediately kills Rex in one swing. Um, <laughs> but then uh, Vader is open to a fire support shot from two squads with Z6s. <laughs> um, Vader took whatever that ridiculous number of dice was, 22 <laughs> dice or something? Probably 20, um, 10 and 10. Yeah, whatever it was. It, it, I think they might have had some extra guys in those squats. Oh, that's, yeah. Um, and uh, I I had one dodge, so that worked out pretty well. The fire support with all that dice ended up only getting eight hits, I think. Uh, and I dodged one away. Uh, Vader ended up taking three wounds, but doing two back. So, all right, not bad. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, I then pull from my bag. I don't get Vader, so I use improvised orders and pull again, and I get Vader. There you go. We're in business, baby. (laughs) So Vader gets to be my first and second activation. So Vader moves, because he's still got burst of speed, he moves into an unactivated squad, swings, one-shots them, and... (laughs) And then he force pushes one of those clone squads that fire supported into him. And now he's bubble wrapped and safe for the rest of the turn. And now he's buried. Yeah. That's gross. Um, Good job. Yeah. It <laughs> was disgusting. the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, by the, uh, my opponent conceded by the end of turn four, at which point I think he had two squads, a clone commander and Padme still alive. Um, and I haven't lost any activations. Um, <laughs> I, I felt bad for him, but he was a great opponent and he, yeah, we had a lot of fun. Uh, second game, I was up against a very thematic list, uh, and my uh, opponent was also a newer player. He said he'd only had about 10 games under his belt, but man, he had one of the most beautifully painted armies I have ever seen. And uh, it was a themed list for Rogue One. So, you know, Jin, Cassian, K2, two squads of Pathfinders. Uh, but he also had some uh, one squad of Rebel Vets in there, uh, one sniper squad, and a Mark II. We ended up playing, I think it was Moisture Vaps on that one. And with all that infiltrate, I did not infiltrate Vader. So, I did, I did not use Darkness Descends that game. Uh, and I was red on this game, uh, despite my, my bid. Uh, he outbid me. Um, it was like a 20-point bid, which was pretty ridiculous. Um, <laughs> this this game went a while um, until there was this uh, building in the middle of the map, and he had most of his army hiding behind it. Uh, but we were playing um, Supply Drop, and so Vader got some uh, scalability and uh, went right over the building <laughs> and down into his troops. Uh, once that happened, yeah, things kind of turned around. Uh, end of the game, 
uh, he had Cassian and K2 left because they were just on top of a building that I had no chance of getting to. Um, so <laughs> Vader, Vader like shakes his fist at them. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, they were like height three up in the air, so Vader's might wasn't even going to be enough to get them down. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. Uh, nice to see a good thematic list and a lot, a lot of good dice rolls for his defense. Uh, he had put his Mark II on the center building and it took me like four turns of panicking it to finally kill it because it just wouldn't leave the top of the building because it couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, but that was lots <laughs> of fun. So at this point, I'm 2-0 and oh, and we get to game three. Uh, and game three, I'm up against a Blizzard Force list, but not the not the the big scary boogeyman one that everybody talks about with Vader and four bikes. Uh, this one was a Veer's triple bike ATST, and I was red player again, so I didn't get to use my deck. So I uh, we actually ended up on Long March and Breakthrough and Clear Conditions. Uh, as I said, my, looking at my list, my list doesn't want to move. Uh, and his list was definitely built for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I completely forgot about uh, Overwhelming Barrage. And uh, I lost two strike teams uh, on the, the first oh, activation of the game. Ouch. That um, is rough. I, 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 I did infiltrate Vader again this game. All right. So, on Long March, yeah, for sure. On Long March, I definitely did. Uh, luckily, despite that misplay, uh, he moved up close enough, moving his stormtroopers up, that Vader was able to burst of speed and force push and get wrapped up by his heavy response unit. Uh, so he was already in the lines uh, at the end of turn one, which is <laughs> a huge help. Interesting. Nice. Um. Turn two, I uh, threw a real wrench in his plans with Master of Evil, and now everybody's really slow, because <laughs> suppression is everywhere. Uh, and by the end of that turn, uh, Din has joined Vader uh, in the same squad of heavy response storms, because Vader at no point felt safe enough to uh, just kill them and move on to somebody else. How'd you move that fast? <laughs> This is Long March, right? Yeah. I infiltrated with Vader, and I mean, Din's already speed three the whole game, so. Did, does it and he only can jump take over Din things. two turns in order to get to them on Long March? Yeah, you're, I think uh, he might. you're 36 inches apart, and Din would move 16 inches with a double move. So two turns. If he moved oh, up, okay, okay. you yeah. could essentially quadruple move. Okay, him, yeah. So. Okay, very nice. So you got your two big melee threats right there. Yeah. So it ends up being a little bit of a ridiculous slugfest with all of the rest of my units staying in my deployment zone and just shooting anything that comes too close. Uh, and Din Invader trying to just kill things and slowly move up the board. Turn six comes around, and... I think I'm able to score with Din and Vader. I know I can score with Din. Vader's a question mark. Uh, But he's got a number of units that are about to score. I got real lucky and was able to kill his last remaining speeder bike. And 
he got a snow a single snowtrooper into base contact with my officer and my officer was able to roll the one punch necessary to kill the snowtrooper and um <laughs> and vader did enough to slow down his officer from being able to score but at in the end i only was able to score mando on breakthrough and the only unit that I never shot at was scored for my opponent, which was the ATST. I was gonna say it's the ATST, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. So at the end of the game, I still had my officer, one unit of shore troopers, one scout strike striker team, Vader and Mando, and he had his officer and the ATST. So I I won on points. Uh, what was the ATST doing that entire game? Was it just move shooting? Most of it was like move it had shooting. To, it had to, yeah, it had to have. If it was long march, right? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it mostly move shooting. But they're pretty easy. Yeah, and it it double moved turn five to then try and kill some stuff, you know, on the last turn also. Uh, but I've had being down two activations from the start. I really thought I had no chance. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, Vader and Din were able to do a, a little bit of work in the lines and stay alive. And yeah. Din was able to score. So Her backs uh, are hurting from that carry. Yep. 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 <laughs> so uh, ultimately, I got uh, second place uh, in the tournament because of strength of schedule. Um, just the tiebreaker. Uh, with the there were two three and O's, and I unfortunately ended up being the lower of the two. But uh, it was a great time. Had a lot of fun. Nice. Well done. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Vader is a one man army. If you do not have force, he certainly can be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that has been the, uh, the trend I've faced in a lot of my games is not having an opposing force user to deal with. Yeah. Force push is one hell of a drug, honestly. Yeah. It's just super good. And then Bender, all all of Vader just comes like a hell of a drug blender. Yeah. <laughs> it's just super good. Like this his whole tool toolkit is like super good, especially on Op Vader. Yeah. Op Vader can do so much. I, I it took me a little bit getting used to Op Vader again because I've been playing Commander Vader for a while. Man, I miss Vigilance. <laughs> yeah, Vigilance is definitely a good one. Um I, th- I think I'd grown to like op more solely due to the fact that you could do the force throw, like the relentless force throw. And then you get so mm-hmm. many shenanigans off that one. Right. You can oh, like Vader's yeah. might off of that and all that stuff's good. Oh yeah. Op, op Vader is a whole different beast compared to commander Vader. It's, it's so fun to have two different flavors of the same character. Oh yeah. And they're, they're both good, but in slightly different ways. Agreed must be nice i'd like to just have an additional character in gar <laughs> you got you two of the same guy jedi <laughs> isn't it great got... that rebels are getting ahsoka yeah. first <laughs> i know just to pour salt in the wound yeah i mean she'll come eventually don't worry 2024 eventually soon hashtag soon <laughs> <laughs> be even funnier if they're just hiding her and it, she's actually just coming out the day after rebel ahsoka <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that'd 
That'd be a nice surprise, honestly. That would be. That'd be nice. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, I was actually able to uh, go to a tournament myself. Um, I didn't think I would make this one, so I was uh, out visiting some family. I kind of had, like, some extra hours to kill. I'm like, hey, are we are we doing anything here? Like, because, like, there's a tournament going on. And I said it jokingly to my wife. And she's like, no, we're not we're not doing anything. Do you want to play? I was like, is this a real – is that real? But yes. <laughs> so I was like, sweet. Uh, so I got to play at Shipwreck Games in uh, Forked River, New Jersey. So it was a lot of fun. And so I <laughs> – so I didn't really have a lot of time pre- to prepare, and I didn't want to bring Bl- Blizzard Force, but like, I did because it was like the thing that's already <laughs> packed in my bag and ready to go. So I was like, uh, I guess I'll bring this. This is fine. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, the list it is a generic officer with imperial. Yes, the imperial officer with uh, improvised orders. That's the one. That's and the then one. it's operative Vader with push choke tenacity and into the fray and then it's um two snow troopers one of them has a medic and then two stormtrooper heavy response units with the the two range four guns that's the dlt 19 and the rt whatever whatever gun i think it's 97c believe that is it (laughs) nope yeah magic numbers (laughs) uh and then four speeder bikes four speeder bikes without any upgrades uh so yeah like I'm going to be blue. That's 17 points for those uh, 17 point bid for those keeping track at home. <laughs> so I show up and uh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm ready to play. And so this is like a nice, like local community that they had, you know, everyone's nice and friendly. And here I come barging in. I'm like, Hey, I'm playing blizzard force ready to go. <laughs> Do you say that they had, they had a nice, pleasant, yeah, they, they had, they had, had a, they had a had. nice place. <laughs> yep. I was like, let me show you guys what. <laughs> Here comes the soul stomper. The <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh. I I kept saying sorry. I was like, I'm I'm so sorry. Like I'm I'm having a nice time. Thank you for letting me come play at your store. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, mainly it was it was funny because like they were talking to me, um, and they're like, what's this objective? And I was like, oh man, I feel so bad. Uh, this is hostage exchange. And I, I tried oh. to point it out on a couple times. I'm like, hey, like, please don't let me have this. And they're like, no, I haven't played it, so I kind of want to play. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll show you. Oh no! Uh, but no, I, I mean, they were all good sports, honestly. Yeah, like all of them were really, really nice. And, uh, um, you know, like that was a nice store, and they play like, you know, I think it's every Wednesday they play, and then they have tournaments every now and then. So, I, if you guys are interested, I would check them out on their Facebook page. Uh, so this is the tournament I actually got to uh, face a lot of Din and IG-88. Uh, IG-88 is actually really scary. When he plays that one card that allows him to... What do you, why, why I forget the name, but it's the one where it's... Uh, the Your opponent cannot spend any green tokens on uh, uh, the bounty pip. target. I think it's the one pip, right? Yeah, focused on the kill. That's the one. Focused on the kill. That's a... That's a great card. In my second game, hanging out at that tournament, uh, I played against a double bounty list. It was uh, Din and then uh, IG-88, along with like some Death Troopers and Short Trooper backup, right? And Din had gone in on Vader early, and then I just blocked every. I just blocked all of the hits. So I was like, uh, that was a lucky roll for me. So sorry. I force pushed Din out, and then you know the rest of my units obliterated Din. 
uh, as I'm like slowly creeping Vader out, um, I didn't really say the objective, but it's it's hostage exchange, and I've I've grabbed his hostage, so like I Vader's now bullying his hostage, and of course I feel bad about that. But then I here comes IG88 with like the craziest range three shot uh, ever. So it's like I think I went down to like no cover, I think, or it was heavy down to light, and then all it was like five crits or, or something, right? So I was like, great, cool. Damn. <laughs> I can't spend any tokens. Uh, Vader has Vader had like two surges, maybe three from Into the Fray. And I was like, okay, uh, I should be able to block some of this. No. I rolled two surges. <laughs> Just two Ooh. surges. I couldn't spend them. Uh, so Vader was in trouble, and he had taken some other shots, and he got to like, you know, a low effective wound count. So I was like, well, at least Vader did his job, right? He, he got his hostage away from him. I, I think that's a good sacrifice of points. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like basically my takeaways from hanging out with them is uh, IG-8 is scary, scary, scary dude. Those bounty targets should definitely be afraid. Like not being able to spend my dodge or surges really, really hurts. Uh, but yeah, uh, if anyone else is in the area, go check them out. Check out their socials and stuff like that. Shipwreck Games. How many people were in the tournament? Uh, it was a, it was like a smaller um, count. A couple of people that were going to go got sick, unfortunately. Uh, so they did the correct thing and not show up and get everyone else sick. <laughs> and, <laughs> right? So shout outs to them. <laughs> uh, so it was, I think, six total. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So very, very low player count, but it was still fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Cool. How about you guys say we get on to the Glorious versus Inglorious segment? Right Sounds on. Good. All right, let's do it. So for those of you that don't know, this is our glorious versus inglorious segment. So what that means is, is a unit good or is a unit bad? And we have two opposing sides. Uh, John is going to take inglorious, and then Brendan is going to take glorious. Uh, I'll be the judge of uh, their points, so they're going to bring up about, you know, like three talking points, and then we're going to figure it out. And I'm going to be as impartial as possible. Even though I've played Death Troopers in the past and they obliterated stuff in the past, uh, I have not played them in a very long time. So this should be interesting. I haven't, so I haven't to... seen either of you play them ever. <laughs> I'll put that. <laughs> this was like a long time ago. Like when I, I'll, I'll put in an exact number on it. It was one, uh, it was a PAX tournament. I think it was the second PAX tournament at Unplugged. And I was playing like, what is his name? Krennic, Krennic Bosk, uh, Short Trooper, Gunline, plus like one or two Death Troopers. That's how long. So 2019. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So uh, before we get into the debate, we'll remind people on Death Trooper stats. So uh, Death Troopers are Empire, Special Forces, uh, four people in a squad with one health, two courage, red surging defense dice. They also surge to attack. They have multiple weapons to choose from. They have their E11D blaster rifle, range 1 to 3 with a black die. Their SE14 light blaster, range 1 to 2, two white dice. And close quarters combat, which is a red die. Um, They are 72 points, and they have the following unique upgrades. The DLT19D trooper for 34 points. Range 1 to 4, 2 red and a white, with impact 1. 
DTF 16, which is 15 points. She has, she's a unique trooper, uh, has a gun range one to three, which is a black and a white die, two health, uh, becomes the leader of your squad and also has the compel keyword. Uh, and as a reminder, compel means after another u- friendly unit at range one to two rallies, if it's suppressed but not panicked, it can gain a suppression token to perform a free move action. And then the last unique upgrade is the E11D um, config. It has two options. One is the focused fire config, range one to four, single black die. Uh, It has reconfigure and suppressive. Uh, So reconfigure when you recover, you may flip this card and it is expendable. Uh, The other side of it from reconfiguring is the grenade launcher. It's range one to two, red die, and blast, which ignores cover. And it also has reconfigure, and it's expendable. Lastly, they can also take a training upgrade, a comms upgrade, a gear upgrade, and a grenade upgrade. They can take a lot. Cool. Thanks for that uh, that quick rundown. Uh, who wants to go first? We'll let John go first. You want me to go? Thank you, sir. <laughs> John, take this one. All take right. this one away. Just to be clear, uh, this debate is taking place in 2022, not 2019, uh, when they were when they were <laughs> oh, last darn. good. Uh, and so, anyway, I will go. I will go through, I will go through my my list of points here. Uh, so, number one, extremely expensive. They're 106 points base before you start giving upgrades to them. If you're taking the range four gun, which I pretty much think you always do. So comparatively speaking, offensively, Shores at 84 points, a T21 at 66 points, or Pikes at 64 points all have the same or better um, offensive output as the Death Troopers for significantly less points. You do lose out on the uh, Courage 2 that you would have from Death Troopers. So just for the sake of argument, I threw in an Imperial Officer to the Shores and T-21, as well as a Pike Capo. Um, Then they become 101 for the Shores, 83 for the T-21, and 80 for the Pikes. All less expensive to the Death Troopers. They now have Courage 2, and now their offensive output is even higher because of the extra man. Um, Death Troopers have no access to Critical, like you would see from Shores or T-21s. So just offensively, they don't have the output that they once had in 2019 when they truly were really scary. Defensively, uh, they really have no access to dodges. Brendan, why are you raising your hand? I, I realized I left three. I forgot to read three things on their card. Oh, fire away. They also have disciplined one, precise two, and ready one. Uh, disciplined one, they get an order. They can remove suppression. Precise two, they get to roll an extra two dice with aims. So they roll four dice. And ready one, if they take a standby, they get an aim. All right. Continue, Jen. You were making good cool. points. Cool. Thank you, sir. I was actually, I was like, are you objecting and <laughs> doing it politely by <laughs> raising your thought. hand? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I just realized <laughs> I, I messed up, so. No, you're good. I, I, I did, to make I'm, sure we got Your hand out. might have been up. I'm going through like a sheet that I made, so I was uh, 
I just happened to <laughs> go see out of the corner of my eyes, like, oh, your hand's raising. Um, cool. <laughs> so uh, defensively, they really have no access to dodges and empire. You know, they're primarily handing out aims, not dodges. So uh, you're not really going to get a lot of defensive dodges. They also don't have impervious like you'd see for arcs or mandos, which makes them extremely vulnerable to pierce. So defensively, they're they're a little bit better than the other options because of the surge block, but at the end of the day, for a unit that costs 106 points, that then puts them in line with arcs and mandos. Mandos have nimble, they've got surge block as well, but they also have impervious, same with arc troopers. Uh, pretty much any time you take death troopers, you're going to take Krennic, which I think Krennic is so-so. Like, Cunning is obviously nice, his 2-pip is amazing. But other than that, he pretty much does nothing. Um, or I guess he can serve as a compel bot. So when you add up Krennic and the Death Troopers, you're now at 200 points. Who else is 200 points in the Imperial faction? Vader of either flavor. So I think he's going to obviously... Yeah. Palpatine. Yeah, Palpatine. <laughs> so I mean, when you start to see like, man, I'm spending... The, the points I'd be spending on a Vader or Palpatine and I'm getting Death Troopers and Krennic. That's kind of why I think he gets buried down at the bottom of the list. Um, and if you weren't taking Krennic, you might as well just take a Bounty Hunter because Bosk, IG-88, Boba, they're all within striking distance of the Death Trooper cost point, especially when you start adding in upgrades. I think that's, uh, that is the extent of it. So for the, for those reasons, I'm saying Inglorious. Brendan, off to you. Strong arguments coming out. Brendan, how are you going to handle this? Uh, unprepared. That's what I'm going to handle. Um, all right. I, lo- so, I, I love it. <laughs> so firstly, uh, as I like to do with any unit, let, let's take a look at them uh, in, in canon and how thematic they are. Uh, first of all, Death Troopers are the coolest looking Stormtrooper variant. Agreed. I mean, they, they are covered in black armor and intimidating and we rarely if ever actually hear their real voices because they use encrypted comms over their stuff to make them even scarier uh on the table they also you know at a glance look very scary i mean they've they can do a lot uh looking at just their card and surging both ways with red dice for defense is a thing that we rarely ever see. Um, uh, you know, I can I can only think of Palpatine and Yoda. I think are the only other red surging defense units. I think you're yeah. Right. So Mandos, the fact right? that they, um, uh, yeah, some Mandalorians. Oh yeah, uh, any Mando. I, I don't know if the Shadow Collective ones do. They yeah they do. They don't search to offense, do they? Yeah, that's it. Uh, so, you know, yes, uh, unlike the rest of them, the the Death Troopers do hurt from not having Impervious or Immune Pierce. So Pierce is definitely an issue. Um, there There is an alternative to having to deal with Pierce, and it's called don't get in range of a Pierce shot or be visible. So um, Death Troopers don't always have to be a big contributor uh in the in the main battle you can i mean they've got a range four suppressive gun available to them you could literally just have them stay back at range four and hand out extra suppression 
uh, you know, at a whopping 72 points, you, if you put nothing else on them. A naked Death Trooper squad in the back line is not what most people are probably going to be focusing on, so they have that ability. Uh, in a Krennic list, you're going to take one, period. End of story. Because for a measly five extra points, you can get an order out to whatever you need within range two of them every turn, as long as they're close enough to Krennic to get the entourage. Um, which is huge, especially if you're running Shore Troopers, because then you can get two orders out for free every turn, one to the Shore Troopers and one to the Mortar. And we all know that Shore Troopers love getting their free aim from target. Again, you mentioned Krennic's 2-pip. These guys were designed to take advantage of his 2-pip. Granted, you have to play them right to be able to use the standbys that you get from Krennic's 2-pip, because you give these guys the standbys, they're then getting free aims. And uh, at range 1 to 2, if you've given them an ex you know, a free aim and the standby, if you're not using their grenade config and you do have the DLT, they're throwing 11 dice at range 2. Surging to hit, if it's a full squad. Uh, if you want to go down to 10, you can then use the grenade launcher config and have it be blast. And they're just going to murder something with enough dice at that range. Um, is it a little difficult to get them there? Sure. But if you build enough other threats in your army, people aren't going to pay as much attention to them. Um, again, they can do a lot. I personally think that DTF is the better heavy upgrade. Because with just DTF and a comms relay, this squad is now 92 points and has 6 health rather than 5, or the 4 without an extra upgrade. And that can make a huge difference because DTF is only 15 points for 2 extra health in a squad with surging red defense that can give out extra suppression at range 4, or if you get too close, blast people and... Throw a bunch of white dice with red dice or black dice. Whatever dice you want. Pick your color. They use them all, except for white defense, because those are garbage. <laughs> um, you throw them in the bin. Right? I mean, at DTF with the comms relay, and if you also want to make the most use out of Krennic's standby card, throw uh, Overwatch on there. You're only at 96 points to really take advantage. Um at least for one Death Trooper squad. Um, ultimately, I don't see using Death Troopers in a list with like Vader or Palpatine, because, as John noted, they are expensive. But if you are... If you're doing Krennic, you're definitely running one. And the fun thing is, and I, I can't say it's a good list, but it's hella fun, is with Entourage and Krennic... You can technically run four squads of Death Troopers in an army. Which just seems really fun. Sure, you're going to start shooting one of them, but then you have to deal with three more. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and That's gross. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> even if you don't put heavies on the other squads, imagine four units shooting you at range four with suppressive guns. 
your army's not going to move unless you're droids. <laughs> it's a fair point. Especially if you throw any other suppressive weapons in there, because you've probably got mortars. If there's points, you might throw in Bosk. I mean, it's just suppression city at range. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2019 all over again. Exactly. You got Bosk. <laughs> you got Shores. You got Death Troopers. If there's anything I've learned, even in today's meta, people don't suspect a suppression list. People don't build for it or build to deal with it. So it's a it's a sneaky way to get in there. Because every time I play Vader and I'm master of evil people, they go, Oh, I guess I'm not doing anything with these units right now. <laughs> it's always a great card. 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, you just hit a couple units with, you know, a couple mortars, a couple shots with death troopers from range. All of a sudden, you know, with three shots, that unit's now got six suppression. Yeah, that thing is probably gonna panic. <laughs> there is not enough as inspire in most armies to deal with that. So it's uh, it's really fun to just shoot something and make it panic. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so I kind of want to throw one quick comparison um oh, i know gasp the judge says something um <laughs> so i think in a iden tax strike list is there any value in adding imperial death troopers like a one of i think certainly uh, because there is no bigger die pool for special forces in the empire uh unless you want to no, the, period. It, if you can get them to range two for the shot, there is no bigger die pool. Uh, with all those aims, yeah. it's going to be ridiculous. Because like I, every time I look at look at Iden, I'm like, I could add some death troopers for like some beefiness, like instead of um, instead of like an inferno squad or a special uh, forces squad, imperial yeah. special forces, right? Yeah, I keep looking at that because every because... time I played. Uh, Imperial Special Forces. Yeah. I never rolled surge tokens to actually <laughs> so, use the surge. So he, he, here's a good one for you, Corey. Uh, Imperial Special Forces just with the T21 is 95 points, where the Death Troopers with DTF, Overwatch, and comms relay is at 96. So you've got the extra health, and you've got uh, the Overwatch ability. I mean, if we were going to do a real comparison with... Uh, offensive push for the two yeah uh death troopers with dtf and offensive push we'll get rid of the comms relay is 91 points while the special forces with the t21 and offensive push is 99 okay there you go it's a little bit cheaper john you got anything to say about that no i would just make one additional point <laughs> that's fair go ahead i feel like they really struggle in today's meta and all of the and i'm referencing like the luke dlt spam with the vigilance and then the obvious one being pikes where they're going to be loaded with dodges and then everybody that's trying to counter that meta play they're doing high velocity snipers which they're a natural predator to death troopers so either you're going to run into pikes 
and just not be able to kill them, or you're going to run into the person who's teching against pikes and DLT spam with a ton of high-velocity range 5 pierce. Um, high-velocity kind of irrelevant. They're not going to have dodges. But the pierce aspect on a very expensive, juicy unit without impervious or anything that's going to mitigate that, they just... That's that's almost like what pushed them out of the meta, I feel like, in 2019, right? Like, it's just the rise of all the snipers, and then Death Troopers kind of fizzled, I feel like, after that, because they're just too easy to pick apart. So, from what I remember, like, uh, from my brief memory of it, people took a lot of medics, like, just to heal back specifically Death Trooper wounds, because, like, that's how valuable they were uh, in the matchups, and then... If your sniper didn't die and, you know, then you were healing your death troopers after your opponent shot them. That's effectively what it was. Yeah. 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 I think other stuff pushed out death troopers than snipers. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I'll fully admit snipers are the best counter to death troopers. Uh, but I, I, what I have to say to the pikes is suppression. They can't deal with it. So yeah, they true. might be getting some range four shots, but the throw enough suppression on pikes it doesn't matter how many dodges they have yeah this is a fact cool uh well i think i have enough for my judgment i say that but i'm still going back and forth i want these guys to be so good uh i mean they were they were like absolute monsters when they came out right mm-hmm. uh and then people were like up in arms they were like these these are too good this is gross this is uh what did they call it um this is power creep yeah. <laughs> right how how dare they put power creep well in now there? they've been power creeped so that's pretty much yeah. yeah yeah basically yeah to to put it into perspective for the the listeners uh they used to be 76 point space now they're 72 point space their armament gun used to be eight points it's now free uh DTF used to be 22 points. She's now 15. The only thing that hasn't changed is the DLT 19, which is still 34 points. <laughs> right, because that's that's definitely the better gun, right? Like if you're if you're adding that to the die pool, it, it makes them. It's way a more huge impact. Range four. No, pun intended. So, yeah, I was going to say <laughs> pun intended, right? <laughs> um, these guys are so close to being like amazing. I. Don't want to stray anyone from trying these guys out, the Imperial Death Troopers. I think they're great. They're thematic. I think they might have gotten slightly pushed out only due to the fact that John said, like, the one line in this debate that I can't get out of my head. And it was, well, if you're spending this many points on Death Troopers, why not just take a bounty hunter instead? That will probably do something else and or do do it better. Maybe not at range four, but could earn you another victory point, right? It's like, that seems pretty good. Like, that's another good use of your points. Again, like, these guys are so close to being great. Uh, I mean, I could quote the Krennic line, but I won't. (laughs) I feel like they're like an Imperial Swiss Army knife because their weapon profile, they have three different weapon profiles, right? Hold on, I lied. Four, Four. right? (laughs) They have four. Uh, Four with the config, right? The uh, attack. the armament if you want to go there. up to you could say up to five because the config's got two different ones <laughs> oh true yeah okay they, they're literally like how do you want to play these guys like they're 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 good but oh my god i think i'm gonna say inglorious i'm sorry everyone <laughs> oh, 
I'm, ra- I'm mainly sorry. You don't have Brendan. to be like, sorry. He to. knows that I've never seen him play him one time. <laughs> Corey, well, I, I have played them before, just not in your presence. Uh, I think we can make a solid okay. compromise that for now, they are inglorious in anything other than a Krennic list. In a Krennic list, they're a must just because of the, the free order. Yeah, I agree. Agreed, for sure. Entourage is huge for them. Entourage and then the comms relay tech, super good. Also, the fact yep. that they are one of only four special forces that can go up to four in a regular army list building. Because Death Troopers, you can go up to four because Entourage. Royal Guard, you can go up to four because Entourage. And you can go up to four Mandos in the Shadow Collective. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I again, hopefully the... Hopefully the points adjustment uh, treats them nicely. I would like to see these guys back on the table. Agreed. I think they don't need a points adjustment. I think they just need something to deal with Pierce. I'd like to see them get Impervious. Yeah. I mean, that, that wouldn't do much to them. Maybe Impervious and add a couple points to their base profile. Uh, but, you know, they, they shouldn't be immune it would to help. Pierce, obviously. It would be something. They're supposed to be no, I, the big, bad, piece. scary troopers of the Empire. So I think they need a little something to bring that flavor back. Well, that's like whenever you saw them in the movies, whenever the Death tra- Troopers, you know, came came into battle, it was like, oh, man, it's about to go down. Because um, <laughs> you knew they, they were going to they were going to bring the pain. Um but they definitely don't. They slaughtered feel like those that. troopers on the beach. All right, we need to bring that feeling back. Very much so. I so I made a list of things that would make them glorious, and the top was adding impervious. Um, number two was giving them critical one, because like critical wasn't even a keyword in the game when they were out. So like to have shores have mm-hmm. critical, the T twenty one have critical, but like death troopers do not have at least like critical one. I think if you keep that on like the on the range, the yeah, range yeah, the, the big gun, T nineteen, yeah, like make it I, impact I one critical one. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially if it's yeah, thirty four points. I, I was even putting like because we have the errata coming. Add impervious, add critical one to the gun. Drop the gun from thirty four to twenty seven points, and drop the base cost from seventy two to sixty eight. So one point a model. So the unit would be 95 points with the same stats, but impervious and critical one on the gun. I think that would... That might be they too might, Well, they that, might that's, be... That's getting a little too good. <laughs> I mean, what I like next? Give them <laughs> jump? <laughs> Give them jump three, indomitable. <laughs> oh, 64 man. points These a squad. Oh, wait, wait, we already have that problem, Pikes. they can do everything (laughs) for everyone (laughs) yeah that's all good we just again i just want to see this unit back on the table any any which way right all right good debate gentlemen appreciate it grats to john again thank you thank you always picking the easy Uh, side i did (laughs) what a guy (laughs) <laughs> all right you guys uh you guys settle on a pax list 
I'm going to transition over to that. I actually uh, submitted my PAX list 15 minutes before we jumped on this cast. Excellent. I am locked and I have Any spoilies or nah? <laughs> What's that? Good, good for John. Do, do you want to do any spoilies or nah? It's probably Gar, right? <laughs> yes, it's Gar. <laughs> <laughs> the game uplink thing is pretty cool. You can, uh, like the new software for submitting list and basically the replacement for TTO. Um, it was really cool. I like that you can add a list name. So if you'd like, I will spoil my list name and that might give you <gasps> insight into what I am playing. <laughs> Go for All it. All right. If you want. So the name of the list is Inglorious Marriage. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I hope you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Excellent. It just came to me. When it's when it said input list name and I was like Oh. Well, doomed marriage is like the name of and I was like, oh man. And I literally chuckled to myself by myself in my basement while I was typing this in. Inglorious marriage. <laughs> I was <Nice>. so proud. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, Brandon, what about you? You uh, are you waffling still, or did you I'm find a little something? waffly? Uh, just on one upgrade uh, to include or not include because it will affect my bid. Uh, and one upgrade card. Uh, I don't well because obviously I'm taking Vader. No surprise there. But that that frees me up for a uh, a two pip because uh, I'm not bringing new ways to motivate them. Uh, and I've got seize the initiative on my Vader, so I'm fine with a two pip that only gives out one order uh, to another character. I won't say which character I'm bringing. It, because, uh, you know, I just had some fun with Mando, but maybe I'm bringing somebody else. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. We'll find out. I don't know. But, um, Waffles are delicious, I though. I know, aren't they? Especially with some whipped cream. <laughs> um, there you go. But, um, so I'm, I'm uh, flip-flopping between some two-pip options. Uh, I just don't know which one I like more. Uh, do I like one that's for this character? Do I just bring push because push is very versatile in terms of giving out orders when i need it uh i don't know um i part of it is if i put this upgrade on it changes how i might think about some of these command cards uh but then i think about timing to play that command card and i go is it worth that upgrade if I don't even ever play that card? Because it might not happen. I don't know. Uh, I think I know what character hard. you're referencing. <laughs> I lost track. <laughs> well, I was thinking about so it'll be which a character would you really want their two pip? Like if you were including them with Vader. And that's when I kind of narrowed it. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then when you're talking about the upgrades, I'm like, you definitely need the targeting scopes. Oh no, I I have targeting <laughs> scopes on this person. Well, then that that uh, confirms what I was thinking. I mean, I could easily yeah. spoil right now uh, since this is not being released until after lists are submitted. Uh, but Corey is That's also true. waffling, and I don't want to give him any ideas on what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, well, fine. Uh, I will just say it's probably not a surprise. I'll just say it. It's, you know, the. Gl- <laughs> I'm trying to think of a cool name. Cold and frosty. Uh, g- g- glorious, glorious blizzard. <laughs> I think you got to go. Frosty. Brendan, could you name your list with either Inglorious or oh, Glorious uh, in the title? I don't know. It's too much of a hodgepodge, but I'll, I'll think on it. I, I don't really know if there's a uh, a real theme other than the fact that I'm definitely bringing my uh, my Vader Santa, uh, who I did use at Huzzah Hobbies, and he was a big hit. Very nice. I, I gave everybody the choice of either regular Vader or Santa Vader. Everybody chose Santa Vader. All right. Do you want the lightsaber or the candy exactly. cane? Exactly. Everybody <laughs> wanted to be killed by a candy cane. <laughs> Oh man, you can see pictures of that on our uh, Instagram if you go check. As it out. well as some pictures from at, that tournament. Uh, S- yeah, at SWL Inglorious Blasters. You can also like our page on Facebook. Search for the Inglorious Blasters, a Star Wars Legion podcast. If you want to tell us that our judgment is wrong, ask us a question or just give us some general smack talk. You can send us an email at SWL Inglorious Blasters at gmail dot com. Come check out our Discord as well. It is linked in the podcast description should be able to find that and come hang out uh but yeah i'll, I'll probably be playing blizzard force it's probably not a, probably not a surprise uh uh i don't know if we mentioned it in the beginning but yeah so there's like a a comment on like a random facebook thread i think it was an xbook x-wing community thread too yeah yeah where it was like hey when are we getting leisure point updates and it's like oh coming early december uh so yeah we might so, so this is probably the last hurrah for Blizzard Force, if my thinking is correct. Because, like, that list is too good. But, uh, yeah, so pretty much I'm like, uh, all right. I painted these, uh, you know, I painted up Blizzard Force so well, I should definitely, like, go out with a bang with them. So that's what I'll be running. As to the exact specifics, still don't know yet. I've come up with a name for you. So I looked up synonyms for Blizzard. Uh, oh. One of them being Gale, so you could have Glorious Gale. GG. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, I love the alliteration, but. <laughs> oh, I might have to hard veto that. I guess you might have to explain it to people. Like, if you said that to me without me knowing or, like, coming up with that just now, I'd be like, what? Yeah, that's... Why, who, why, why Gale? Gale? Who, is who is Gale? Gale? Who is Gale? <laughs> oh. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, if anyone's going to PAX uh, and is listening, so that's maybe a small section, subsection of people, make sure you show up early to uh, the tournament, right? If you've never been to PAX, uh, the line to get in is usually long. Uh, that's my only tip. Just show up early. I think they start – I think you could start lining up at 8 a.m. I don't think the doors open until 10, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And then basically it's like this giant queue system. So – if you want to get in and get in early, I'm sure Nick Nick B would appreciate that. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't so don't be John last early. year. I had to run. I yeah. got there at ten too, but I was I was uh, behind the two thousand people that got there before ten. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So that's my one quick tip: show show up early. You'll thank me later. Additionally. Uh, we have stickers. We will be handing out stickers to people at PAX. Uh, so if you uh, are a fan and you 
come up to us before we hand you a sticker and tell us you love the podcast, we'll give you two stickers. Uh, Additionally, additionally, we are also providing one prize in prize support for this tournament. Uh, We will not tell you the conditions for winning this prize because we want we don't want to uh, tinker with how people are playing. But we will be giving away a full token set of our Inglorious Blasters order tokens uh, at PAX. Uh, This token set includes all the tokens you'll need to run whatever kind of list you want to run that we know of uh, currently, up to and including having enough heavy tokens to run two squads of uh, Dark Troopers when they eventually come out, since we know they'll need double heavy tokens. (laughs) For each squad um so we will be giving that away but we are not going to tell you the requirements to to win that oh yeah yeah it's, it's pretty cool uh yeah come check us out i'm sure if you'll find us we'll just hand out stickers yeah lots of stickers i i did she hand out uh, stickers. stickers at huzzah they were a big hit big hit with the stickers people, people love stickers. people love stickers i was just about to say that <laughs> <laughs> stickers are great i love them <laughs> all right anything else gentlemen before we uh land the ship if you lose a game to us at pax we get to slap a sticker right on your forehead that you must i don't contone and, <laughs> <laughs> and that is how you turn a uh i was gonna say frown upside down but they would be smiling enjoying their time and then get slapped right in the forehead and then go you know what i don't know if i want to listen to this podcast or <laughs> These guys slapped me in the face with a sticker. <laughs> I don't like that. Quite the story, though. Oh, you yeah, would always remember that experience. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a good way for us to get kicked. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, just, like, literally literally assaulting someone <laughs> with a sticker. And that would be the last packs we were at. Yeah. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I think we should land this ship. Uh, I'm Corey. I'm John. I'm Brendan. Garbled Imperial Death Trooper speech. I can't make that up. <laughs>